Hoppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. Bobby. Yes. You're going away in a couple of days. I'm going. I'm going away in a couple of days. You wrote a list. Of course. Yeah, of course. I, three days out. What do you mean? From of course, your I wrote, flight. Of course, I wrote a list three days out from. What, what do you, to, why are you to surprised? To pack your bag. I actually wrote the list on Monday. So you wrote the list five days on out. Monday. Okay, so I've got to be very prepared for this holiday, right? I have got to go from here to Melbourne, so I kind of have to be packed by Wednesday night because I'm going to leave straight from work on Thursday to drive down to Melbourne. So, like, I just have to be organised. And so I wrote a list um, of all the things that I need to pack, like clothes and shoes and toiletries and chargers and all of this sort of thing, and I'm already packed pretty much. I just have to pack – I've got a couple of things still to pack – including my toothbrush because you obviously can't pack that three days before because then I'll get tooth decay and goodness knows I don't want that. I'm organised, okay? On that list, true or false, the word plane appeared more than once. It appears twice. Actually, I think while we're down, it appears a third time. Um, do you do realise that Virgin or Qantas will supply one? So Virgin is across? supplying a plane, I, yeah. I assume, because I paid them a heck of a lot of money to do so. Um, but it's not on there to pack the plane, Lee. Oh. I am organised enough that I've also written a... Um, written a list of the clothes that I'll be wearing on the plane, but also a list of the clothes that I'll be wearing to drive to Melbourne on the Thursday so that I don't forget them from my suitcase. Last holiday I went on. Yeah. Was up to see uh, mum and dad for a week at Nelson Bay. Yeah, okay. Um, I left work on the day that we were leaving to go up there (laughs) at midday. Um, and no, I'm just breathing in and out. And then the kids had had their stuff packed. Yep. And then I packed my stuff between 1 and one thirty. Okay. And got threw it in the car and we left. Yeah, so I'm going for a lot longer. No, you were not. Going for two and a half weeks. Oh, okay, also, you for a little longer. And also I might, I will need more options. I need options. I need shoe options. You see, you just wear the same pair of shoes for literally everything. Formal events, you wear those I, brown runners. I do not wear the brown runners for formal events. And see, I'm going to formal events in Perth, so I've had to pack. Oh, so, so I've had to pack heels and dresses for that. Um, I'm also going on wine tours in Perth, so I've had to pack an outfit for that. Like I've got different events that are. You've on. planned your outfits for every day, haven't you? Uh, no, but I have made sure that all of my tops go with all of my bottoms so that I can really mix and match throughout the time. Also made sure that all my shoes go with all of the outfits too. And I have managed to cull three pairs of shoes from the list. There was originally eight. There is now only five. Eight pairs of shoes? Well, yeah, I have to include things for the beach, things for the pub, things for bars, things for the wine tour, things for exercising in. There have to be options. Wow. Yep, okay. I could. I was all right, on board until eight pairs of shoes. Anyway. Anyway. We, we've got a little bit to get through today speaking and Speaking of travelling. Before we go, uh, speaking of travelling, the Travelling Film Festival is coming to Wagga. Yeah, it is indeed. This is really, really exciting stuff, Lee. And to talk to us all about it, Sanam Rodriguez joins us from the Travelling Film Festival. Sanam, tell us a little bit about what we can expect. Exciting to see the Travelling Film Festival back in Wagga. What can we expect from the festival this weekend? Oh, look, you know, this this year it's just amazing because we have so many films lined up that are um, Australian as well as the best of international cinema. And I think the best thing about this program is that, you know, there are quite a few films in there, I would say, that are already nominated for the Oscar, so that's very, very exciting. Awesome. Talk to us about some of your highlight films from the festival. 
All right. So uh, there's so many things. And I, and I think the great part about this program is that there's one film for everyone. Uh, you have Parallel Mothers and you have the documentary Flea, which are both nominated for the Oscars. Now, Parallel Mothers is by Pedro Almodovar and, of course, stars Penelope Cruz. Um, and, you know, just follows these two women who uh, become pregnant and, you know, kind of realize, hey, hang on a second. You know, our lives are kind of crossing in many weird different ways. So that's a very interesting story story and flea is a documentary that i absolutely love and um you know this is uh, a true story and it is animated but it's also such an important story and it actually won uh, several awards uh, across the festival circuit and just to give you context you know the, the subtitles are danish dari english russian swedish so the, it's a very very amazing documentary so lots and lots of things and we have another documentary as well that's also nominated uh, for the academy awards and that's writing with fire from india so lots and lots of things to see What's the importance of getting films like this that maybe aren't getting a full run, for example, at like a commercial cinema? What's the importance of getting these out and about and travelling, if you will? Oh, oh, 100%. I mean, these films, the great thing about these films is, A, they are going to be screening on the big screen as they are meant to be seen. To tell you the truth, I haven't seen these films on the big screen. I have chosen these films sitting on my laptop and be like, oh, yeah, this will look so amazing on the big screen. So I'm just so happy that uh, WAGA audiences will be able to see these films. And and the second point is, you know, we just, uh, some of these films, you know, you'll not get a chance to see it again. And, and, that's the, and that's the beauty of it. Last year, we had a film in WAGA called Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom. And that actually just played through the Travelling Film Festival. And it got nominated for an Oscar. And so, you know, WAGA audiences can put their collar up and say, yep, watch that one. <laughs> it's just amazing. And how, Sanam, tell us a little bit about your role and how do you choose the films that go into a travelling film festival like this one? Oh, look, uh, you know, I watch a lot of films, uh, many, many films. And uh, I think it's two main factors. One is we, I choose the best of films from Cannes and Berlin and Venice and Sydney Film Festival. Um, but the second and most important thing is I actually, it's the feedback from the audiences. So there's nothing like standing in a cinema lobby and hearing people say, oh, I absolutely love that one. And, you know, someone tell me, well, I don't know about that one. I don't know what you were thinking choosing that one. And that's great you know that that is the conversations that we need to have and and these are the films that will expose you to those kind of you know topics whether it's polarizing or beautiful you know or a love story like Ali and Ava. So now how do you get a job as a professional movie watcher just asking for Lee on the other side <laughs> oh, of the desk this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just absolutely just you just be weird and you just don't listen to anybody and you just say yep I'm watching movies I, I still get questions all the time like wait you watch movies and I'm like yes and <laughs> You get paid to watch movies. Yes. Okay. Lee, and sounds then you just like you. Yeah. Don't listen yeah. to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be a bit weird. And uh, yeah. 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 And then you know, and then you land a job, and then you'll have to explain it a hundred times, which is great. You're like, yeah, I watch these films. Um, Sanam, out of the blue, and we're putting you on the spot here. Do you have like a top three or four that you'd recommend for people to watch? If you had to do a must see for people, oh. you can't choose all of them. You can't choose. Oh no, they're all my babies. All right. Um, look, I would say the I wasn't even thinking film. of this traveling film festival. I was thinking like of all time. Oh. Of all time. Yeah. Oh dear me. 
Oh no, you can't do that to me. I can I can tell you for this year. I think Flea is my absolute favorite documentary, mm. uh, and, and and I've never seen anything like it and quite presented uh, in that sort of way. Mm. And and but I think one of the great things, uh, you know, in in this program, especially for opening night, is the film Here Out West, uh, and that is just these stories, these uh, short stories uh, and different writers and different directors who give their take on how their lives are in, in Sydney's inner west, which is, which is quite interesting. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, I love my Australian cinema and I love my international cinema. Well, we look forward to seeing it in Wagga, the Travelling Film Festival. This will be outstanding. Yeah, absolutely can't wait. Sanam Rodriguez, thank you so much for joining us, Lee. Speaking of things that we can't wait to see. Lee, this is adorable. Okay, Poppy. Yes. The Dash Hound Dash is on. The Dash Hound Dash, which in my head is just lots of little Dash Hounds barreling around a racetrack. But we are going to ask someone actually what it is going to mean. We are catching up with Vanessa McGrath from Best Friends Pet Rescue. Vanessa, tell us about this adorable event, the Dash Hound Dash. How can we get involved? I think all of the, there's no more spaces for any more um, little dash hounds to race because there's five races now and there's a waiting list. That's a lot of dash hounds. It's taken off. It's really good. But yes, you could go down at 6.30 and watch the races and support a local rescue. That'd be fantastic. Talk to us about Best Friends Pet Rescue as well because you're a very busy organisation. Yes, we are. We take in dogs, puppies, cats, kittens and the occasional rabbit. <laughs> We've got a rabbit up for adoption at the moment, Floyd. Yeah, so we've been running for about 11 years now and I've been a foster carer for six. Wow. How many dogs yeah. do you think you've foster cared for and seen go, out, go back out the door to their forever homes? Um, I couldn't tell you the number. <laughs> I don't keep count. <laughs> There'd be hundreds of them, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, there would be. At the moment I have... Two little puppies I'm fostering, a mother cat and four kittens, and another cat. Holy heck. Wow. Um, yeah. Talk to us about the importance of adoption and the importance of the work that your organisation does. What we're doing is taking in cats and animals that need fostering, and we take them into our own homes and look after them and care for them and get them into the best of health. And then we find people apply for them by filling in a form online so we can get the best of homes for them. Talk to us about the importance of, I guess, donations and volunteers and that sort of thing to your organisation. And if people do want to get involved with Best Friends Pet Rescue, whether that be through being a foster carer or through donations, or do you guys take things like food and blankets and that sort of thing to help as well? Um, We'd love cat food and cat litter. We're always in need of that. That's really something that we'd love to be donated because we've always got cats and kittens in need. It just seems to be a constant need for foster carers for cats and kittens because we really need people to desex their cats and limit what's happening at the moment with them. In terms of that, like, give us an idea of like how how big a problem it is and how many cats and kittens or how many cats are having babies. They just continually have them. They can have them from three months. As soon as they become pregnant and then they have the kittens, the litters, and it can be to like six to eight in the litter. And then, of course, they grow up and then they can get, get pregnant and it 
the cycle continues and it's very difficult. When it comes to de-sexing your pets and that kind of thing, I understand there are organisations in our region that help do that for a fairly affordable price. Like, I guess price doesn't really become an issue with things like that. And there's also the message around, like, if you can't, if you don't have the money to provide that kind of um, care for your animals, there has to be the question of, you know, do you need do you need that animal, that kind of thing? Are you guys sort of trying to help people point them in the right direction of affordable de-sexing and that kind of thing? Yes, we do. We, we try to find organisations that will help and we do help people that are different reasons. It depends on their reason, mm. the reason why they need help. And at the moment I am helping a lady with her cat issues and she didn't realise that her cat be, could become pregnant so young. So she had two female cats and they both got pregnant at the same time. Well, that's so a lot help- of kittens. Yes, yeah, so I've helped with that lot of litter and now in the meantime we couldn't get her in to be de-sexed in time, the second mum cat, so now that's I've got her. So she'll be done on Thursday and so Ooh. she'll be and she'll go back to her owner. Holy yeah. dooly. And- in, in amongst all this, uh, the Dash Hound Dash is happening and that is yep. a great way to just raise a little bit of money and to raise a little bit of awareness for the work that you guys do, Best Friends Pet Rescue. Uh, the best place to get in touch with you on Facebook? Yes, there's our Facebook page or otherwise um, our website as well. You can ask us questions. But with, to do with the Dash Hound Dash, it's really being organised by Riverina Paceway and Greg is the, the person to contact Fantastic. If you head along Saturday the 26th of March, kicking off from 6.30, there are now five Dashtown races. There's eight horse races as well. There's also there's bar and bistro and that kind of thing. And you're going to get to watch five lots of Dashhounds barrel their way around a track and there's nothing cuter than a Dashhound trying to run fast. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> they are not built for running. No, built for comfort, not for speed. Yeah, that's it. One sympathisers. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, thank you so much for your time this morning and all the best. Of course, Best Friends Pet Rescue on Facebook or bestfriendspetrescue.org.au is where you can go. Vanessa, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Looking forward to this one, Pop? Yes, I am. It's very cute. However? I have a slightly irrational, it's not a fear, it's just like a a dislike of sausage dogs. Like, they're very cute. I get it. Also, they can be super aggressive. Um, There's nothing like an angry sausage. Um, But they can be quite aggressive. But I, I I don't like the way they are, specifically. What what about the way they are? Um, it's their legs are too little for their body, which is ironic coming from one who's five <laughs> one. But my legs are proportionate to my body. I am short; they are short. It would look even I would look even stupider if I had really long legs and a tiny like torso. Like I'm in proportion. They are not in proportion. They have tiny little legs like a thumb, but their body is like a Rottweiler. It's so wrong. It's I, hate way, I hate the way I hate the way they are. They're tiny. They're sausage dogs, not bratwurst dogs. No, they're big though. They're big and chunky, and their they're, bodies they're are wide. Yeah, their bodies are big, the and their legs are like little thumbs. And I just. Like a, some, like a sports car. Something about it makes it just like makes me me feel a bit off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Look, what it is. Luckily, you'll be on holidays, but we can get down there and enjoy the sausage dog I races, mean, the dash hound dash. Okay, weird that you keep putting this weird accent on whenever you say dash hound dash. But like, I think they're adorable from like a distance. Yeah, well, I don't, just the don't way run that, out of the track. No, well, that's in. That's not appropriate. Anyway, I just I don't know. There's something about them, but you know what I mean. Like they are they they're built irrationally.
and the rational part of my brain, which by the way is 100% of my brain, yep. um, doesn't like doesn't like the way that they're built. It you're makes a, sense. You're a strange individual. We, that is not news to anybody. No. <laughs> uh, we're out of here. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Tipping tomorrow. Catch up with Anthony Maroon. Catch up with Beck Oh, Miller. my gosh. Can I just quickly remind everyone once again that I got eight out of nine in the AFL? I mean, you can. Don't remind Beck. I will. Don't worry. I'll let her know all about it. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. See ya. Poppy and Lee. Weekdays from six on the Riverinas Triple M. And whenever you want them on Listener.